Oremos. Let us pray. The words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Que las palabras de mi boca y las meditaciones de nuestros corazones sean aceptables delante de ti, O Señor, nuestra roca y redentor. Amén. Tomen asiento, por favor. Be aware of practicing your piety before others in order to be seen by them. For then you have no reward from your Father in heaven. Eugene Peterson, in his paraphrase, The Message, renders this specific passage in the following way. Be especially careful when you're trying to be good so that you don't make a performance out of it. It might be good theater, but the God who made you won't be applauding. We're here this evening because it's the beginning of the Lenten journey. Ash Wednesday invites us to step into a journey and as our passages detailed some of the pieces to contemplate this evening, it's a journey of, that connects the question of who we are, what we practice, how we present our faith, what we believe, and what we do in this sort of intimate connection. And it's always before the face of the other. Be especially careful of practicing your piety before others. The sense of the Lenten journey is not simply this solitary journey toward a deeper understanding of who we are, a deeper understanding of the grace of God. It's also, I think, as Robert Vera, Father Robert Vera reminded us on Sunday, it's a journey of risk. It's a journey that draws us toward risk. It's a journey that invites us to step into something far more mysterious. And our text this evening renders that mystery of the other. To practice before the other, to be seen before the other, to sound the trumpet in the hearing of the other. The other is always a big part, a deep part, an important part of what it means to follow Jesus. And so we come this evening to respond to an invitation. Venimos esta noche respondiendo a una invitación, una invitación que incluye la presencia, la cara, la vida del otro. Miramos que Jesús en sus palabras del Evangelio siempre quiere que nosotros tengamos en mente la cara, la presencia, el oír, el vistaje del otro que se nos presenta. También en el Antiguo Testamento escuchamos de la importancia de estas prácticas de la vida espiritual que siempre toman a cabo la presencia del otro, de la otra persona. Así que hemos sido invitados, we've been invited to walk this journey of discovery, a caminar esta jornada de descubrimiento, 
Pero esto sucede en la presencia del otro, del vecino, de aquella persona que menos pensamos tiene valor en nuestra sociedad. El Evangelio nos presenta a esa persona como la persona que promete llevarlos más allá de la profundidad de Dios. The scriptures present the other as the one, the they, the them. It always leads us back to the heart of God. It's an invitation to step closer. An invitation to step beyond the barriers that we tend to put before and between us and God and between us and the neighbor. And it's interesting that these barriers have this spiritual tone, this spiritual invitation, this spiritual layer, this spirituality that rather than draw us near to one another and to God, actually creates the sense of barrier, a wall, a screen. And Jesus reminds us that to love God is to discover our authentic selves before God. And in soon doing, we discover the true gift of the other and the relationship with the other as You could say the conditions through which we grow when we go beyond those barriers, when we practice these ancient traditions of fasting, of prayer, of silence, of solitude, not for the sake of our own depth, but for the sake of the neighbor as well. It's an invitation that promises to transform our hearts for the sake of the other, to be present with and for the other, not simply before others or in the hearing of others, but with and for others. That's why the Lenten journey is a journey of transformation. Again, an invitation. And so I wonder if, there, if you've ever received an invitation that you accepted and actually transformed your heart. Maybe it was a concert, a theatrical or musical performance. Maybe it was an invitation to a conversation, a lecture. An invitation extended to you and you walked away with a whole new sense of clarity and depth, a whole new sense of vocation. I remember one such occasion. It was an invitation to attend, and then, mind you, this invitation is near and dear to my heart. It was an invitation to attend a Duran Duran concert. It's an invitation to attend a Duran Duran concert. I accepted the invitation, but I did a lot of soul searching before I accepted that invitation and made my decision to attend. See, I grew up in a, in a, in a theologically conservative home where there was a stark distinction between the world and the church. There was a sense of, this is us and this is them. Me recuerdo una invitación que acepté yo a un concierto que transformó mi vida. Y me recuerdo que aceptar esa invitación era algo difícil porque crecí en un hogar fundamentalista. Y yo sé que esa palabra es relativa, depende de su contexto. Pero me recuerdo aceptando esta invitación, sabiendo que mis padres iban a tener un problema con aceptar esta invitación. I knew that there was some turbulence ahead, 
for accepting this invitation to a Duran Duran concert. Again, the strict distinction between us and them, the world and the church, those who will one day be caught up and those who will be left behind. But I accepted the invitation. I worked it out so that I could spend the night over my friend's house. I got permission. And so that on that same evening, we could go out to the concert. Decidí quedarme en la casa de mi amigo para poder salir a este concierto. And man, was it a concert. Hungry like a wolf. It was one of those amazing concerts. I, I, just, I, I sang, which I don't normally do other than in church. I sang in public. I danced. It was amazing. It was so much fun. We even went to this, what I call, mosh pit light. Right? Where people apologize if they spill your drink or they scuff your Doc Martin shoes. Me recuerdo, fui al concierto, me gocé, me liberé. Era un tiempo tan suave. Y después del concierto, fuimos a comer a un lugar lebanese en San Diego. After the concert, one of our friends, Sefi, invited us to meet up with her family at Haji Baba's in San Diego, a Mediterranean restaurant. Un lugar donde servían comida mediterránea. And boy, the party continued. Me quité los zapatos, los calcetines, me puse a bailar allí con el grupo de hombres y mujeres, todos bailando, cantando, gozándose el tiempo. Before the end, that night was over, I was locked in arms with this new family I'd gathered with. I had no socks, no shoes. We were dancing. We were enjoying ourselves in this wonderful moment of warmth. Wonderful moment of joy and transformation of my heart. I remember feeling the tension of what I grew up with and the welcome, the newness of the faces, the smiles, the holiness, the sacredness of stepping into a space that I was completely unaware of, but I had been invited to. Me recuerdo sintiéndome esa tensión entre lo que había aprendido y lo que estaba experimentando en ese momento de bienvenida, de abrazo, de baile, de cantar, un momento de gozo. Así es la jornada de cuaresma. Es una invitación para gozarnos la vida delante de la cara del otro y de Dios, entrando poquito por poquito a la transformación que promete darnos un corazón amplio, un corazón que expresa el amor de Dios. The Lenten journey is a journey into transformation. It's discovering that fear does keep you away from entering to places where God lives, where God abides, where God blesses. And so this Lent I invite you to accept the invitation to step closer into the mystery of God's heart and closer to the neighbor, whoever the neighbor may be for you, to recall that as we walk forward in a few minutes to receive this image of the cross on our foreheads that that is simply an echo as well of the cross that we received at baptism. And that distinct mark does not 
provide us the privilege to be distant, but actually invites us to step into deeper, deeper, and deeper into this wonderful, this wonderful, life-transforming journey called Lent. A journey that invites us to go deep, but also to go wide. To step forward and to walk alongside. I finish with the rest of Eugene Peterson's translation. Be especially careful when you're trying to be good so that you don't make a performance out of it. It might be good theater, but the God who made you won't be applauding. Acuérdate de no hacer algo teatrico de esta experiencia. When you do something, Peterson goes on, for someone, don't call attention to yourself. You've seen them in action, I'm sure. Play actors, I call them. Treating prayer meeting and car street corner like a stage. Acting compassionate as long as someone is watching. Playing to the crowd. They get applause, true. But that's all they get. No te lleves por aquellos que solamente ponen un show de su espiritualidad. Que usan el lugar de oración que usan la calle como un lugar para poner adelante de todo el mundo su espiritualidad. And when you come before God, don't turn that into a theatric production either. All these people making a regular show out of their prayers, hoping stardom. Do you think God sits in a box seat? ¿Piensas que Dios está ahí sentado como si fuera un teatro delante de ti? Here's what I want you to do. Find a quiet, secluded place so you won't be tempted to role-play before God. Just be there, as simply and honestly as you can manage. Busca un lugar donde puedes estar delante de Dios reposando. Just be there, as simply and honestly as you can manage. The focus will shift from you to God, and you will begin to sense His grace. And I would add, you will also begin to sense the grace that comes to us, the face of the neighbor, the face of the other, the face that reveals the image and glory, the beauty and grace, the truth of God. Amen.